0: Good morning, Nachum. Good afternoon. Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parsha's Yisro. Unbelievable. What an incredible schus it is to read this Parsha, because this Parsha, while on the one hand you can't say it's more important than any other, because every word and every letter in the Torah is precious, and without a single word, the that might be missing in the Torah, we would respectfully put that Torah back into the Orem Kodesh, tie the gartel around it, and until it's fixed, we would not use it again. But, what we find in Parshas Yisro is really the essence and the core of our religion. So much so, that the way we introduce the Kiddush tonight, and we start the Kiddush every Friday night with the words Vayichulu HaShemayim The beginning of chapter 2 in Bereshis, that heaven and earth were finished. Minog Yisrael is that we precede it with the words Vayerev Vayivoker Yom Hashishi. Others start from the very beginning of the Pasuk. But certainly everybody begins with Yom Hashishi. If you note in chapter one in Baratius, every day is written in the regular Yom Echod, Yom Sheni, rivi'i Chamishi without the he. It's not the third day, it's day three. It's not the fifth day. It's day five. When it comes to Yom Hashishi, the Hay, the Hayadiyah, the Hay that is, precedes the word six, is clearly highlighted. And Rashi on the spot tells us two things. The Hay is for the five books of Moshe, the five books of the Torah, teaching us that God made a tenai, a condition with creation, that if the Jewish people were and would accept the Torah, then there's purpose and meaning, and there will be continuity for creation. And if not, chas v'shalom, there's no purpose for this world, and therefore creation and the world would come to a cease And another explanation Rashi brings, Yom Hashishi, the sixth day, is referring to the sixth day of Sivan, the day we call Shavuos, the day we receive the Torah. Once again, if the Jewish people accept my Torah, there's a purpose for this world, and if not, I'd like to share a very significant insight into Matan Torah, something which we should realize happened then and hopefully learn a very powerful lesson for ourselves today. And that is as follows. In chapter 19, Pasuk 9, take a look. Hashem says to Moshe, what's going to be at the time of Revelation? behold, I will come to you, Moshe, in the thickness of a cloud, in order,, that the people will hear when I speak with you, and le'olam, and as a result, They will forever believe in you, as indeed it is today, Moshe Rabbeinu, Torah, Tzivolonu Moshe. Moshe commanded us 611 mitzvos. the first two of the Ten Commandments we heard from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Now, this is what Hashem says to Moshe, and Moshe goes and tells us to the people. The Pasuk ends Vayaged Moshe. As El Hashem. Moshe then brings the response of the people to Hashem. Now, the Torah doesn't tell us what the response of the people was, but Moshe, Rabbeinu, what did he hear from the people? Rashi Kodosh tells us on the words Devray says Rashi, Tshuva mehem. I heard an answer, says Moshe, back to Hashem. They don't want to be spectators. They don't want to simply watch and hear that you, Hashem, speaks to me. But rather, they want to hear it straight from you. You can't compare. Someone who hears from an emissary, from the messenger, which is Moshe from someone who hears it directly from the king. Ritzoneinu liros Esmalkenu, The people said, we want to see Hashem. Ah, if that's the case, now the sequence of events in the psukim makes much more sense. Look at verse 11. Hashem al Then Hashem says, okay, if this is what they want, if they don't want plan A, that they're going to be spectators, if they want plan B, that they are going to be participants, ooh, then tell them, they are to sanctify themselves. They have to go to Mikvah. Why? Because it's not just Moshe that is going to receive prophecy and revelation from Hashem, but the entire entire Nation of Israel is going to receive prophecy, and indeed, if you go to Devarim in chapter four and five, where you have the introduction and the Aseret repeat repeated again, if you take a look at Devarim, verse, chapter four, pasuk thirty-two. Kisha memory shown rishonim. Should you ask and investigate about early history that came before you, from the day that Hashem created the world and put man in this world, from one end of the heaven till the ever. Haniya, Was there ever such a phenomena? O anishma Komo, Was it ever heard again? Meaning, has any nation, has any religion? ever claimed what Am Yisrael claims, which is, Hashama Am kol Elohim midaber mitocha esh, that the entire nation heard God speak. Meaning, every other religion, they claim that their prophet spoke to God. Did he? Did he not? I don't know. And you know something? I don't care. If he did, you've got to take his word for it. We don't take Moshe's word for it. That's a, exactly what the Rambam writes explicitly, and if I have time, I'll go back to it in chapter eight of Hilchos Yisodei Torah. We don't take Moshe's word for it. We were there. We heard. We were participants. Now watch, listen to the next pasuk. Has any people heard Kol Elokim? the the voice of god and go to the beginning of perik and what does it say in ponim hashem what level of prophecy did bnei israel 2 million persons plus receive at sinai we know From Parsha's Baaloscha, where the Torah tells us the difference between the Nevuah of all prophets and the Nevuah of Moshe Rabbeinu. In chapter 12, verse 6, what does the Torah say? Hashem speaking to Aaron and Miriam and all other prophets. If all other prophets experience prophecy, when they do, it's bamaré a love esvador adaberbo. Hashem speaks to them in a vision. Avram Avinu received the order to go to the Arkadah in a dream. That's correct, and obviously he was so sure—not ninety-nine point ninety-nine, hundred percent—but yet he was not awake. When B'nai Yisrael received the prophecy at Sinai, they were awake, says the Sapurno on this verse, Ponim befonim Incredible, the level of nevuah that we received at this time. Unbelievable. So now, what is the very important lesson that all of us are to learn from Maimon Har Sinai? The first thing is that we believe, and let me read just a little bit to you from that chapter 8 of Hilchos Yesod of the Rambam. Moshe Rabbeinu writes, It's not any of the miraculous actions and signs that Moshe brought that he's able to change water to blood or anything else, or even splitting of the Red Sea. Amazing. But I skip down four lines. <speaking in> Bamo <Hebrew> bo. Where is it that it's Moshe Rabbeinu and that we believe in Moshe till this very day? Says the Rambam, Bimaimar har sinai, that which we're going to read tomorrow and that which we stand for, not because this is more important, because every word of Torah is important, and the Rambam who had a strong advocate for not standing for the Aseris Adibros, less people think it's more important, we stand at tomorrow to recall that they stood at Sinai. But the Rambam writes, we believe in Moshe, because of Maimon Arsina, she in you know the lozar they saw themselves. Oznenu shamu we heard with our own ears that what Ha'esh kolos lapidim, we saw the fire, the thunder. Vehuni gash Ophel, Arafel, and Moshe went into the cloud. Now that's a very significant point. The idea is, first of all, let's understand that this was a personal relationship that each individual at Sinai received prophecy. What does prophecy mean? God speaks to man. Let me tell you, my friends, every time you sit down to study, you open up a chumash, to learn Chumash and Rashi. You open up a Mishnah. You open up a Gemara. You open up a Sefer of Tanakh. Whenever you sit down to learn Torah, understand, pause for one moment and say to yourself, Shalom Aleichem, the privilege I have to study with Hashem. Every morning we make the Bracha, Birkas HaTorah, Baruch HaTorah Hashem, Torah That He, Hashem, takes the time to study with each and every one of us. Amazing. When we study Torah, He is talking to us. When we daven, we have a relationship with Him. We speak to Him. As He spoke to us at Sinai, we realized that it's a two-way street. Before you start davening Shemona Esrei, stop for a moment and say to yourself, "What a privilege I have to have a personal relationship with Hashem that I could talk to Him." But now, I think one additional point: Hinei anochi boy Hashem says to Moshe, "I'm coming to you ba'avonon in the thickness of the cloud." My friends, what is a cloud? A cloud is something that is not clear. One would have expected, my goodness, what would have been the visibility at Sinai? A perfectly sunny day where you'd be able to see everything. And God is showing Moshe and Hashem is teaching all of us that initially, There is a cloud. And what is the essence of this cloud? The cloud is a challenge. A cloud is something which presents a little bit of difficulty, a little bit of something which is going to be harder. And it's only when man realizes that I can do it and I'm faced with a challenge. I might not understand it right away, but I can do it. That we learn from Rabbi Kiva, who until he was 40, he was not able to study Torah and didn't know olive base. We learn from Rabbi Leazar who was the son of a very wealthy man. But when he was 28, he realized the frustration that riches did not give him satisfaction in life. And he wanted to learn Torah, and he cried to learn Torah. And his father said, come on, I need you in my business. And so at night time, Eliyahu Navi came and said to him, go to Rabbi Yochanan Ben Zakkai, and he will teach you Torah. And guess what? The rest is history. And he became the great Tanah. Each and every one of us can do it. Just realize that initially there might be that Av Onan There might be the challenges, but as we, as they, so too can each and every one of us. Sinai was a personalized experience, and so too each and every one of us. A proud Jew can take that Mesorah one step further and actualize it when you study Torah Hashem talks to you. And when you daven, you are talking to Him. Shabbat Shalom to all.